which was a huge blow because i have always wanted to have children i decided at that point that even if my chemotherapy has to be delayed i would want to go through a surgery where my eggs can be stored for future decisions um but when i was undergoing the ultrasounds and the the preliminary tests for the non invasive surgery to store the eggs i was informed that the cancer is in my uterus also at which point a brief visit to the hospital which was for an ultrasound after which i made grand plans of going to the mall and shopping from make make guilt tripping my parents and shopping a lot turned out to be my first admission into the hospital so then my journey in the hospital started there were three day admissions one day admissions treatments trips a pipe that was put inside my nerve my veins so that uh chemotherapy can reach my heart faster through all of this i was very very fortunate to have so many friends and so many family members pour out all their support for me even friends i had lost touch with reached out to me and spoke to me i apologized to them i got back to being their friends got them back in my life so very early on i started realizing that cancer is not an unfortunate event but something that is an opportunity for me to fix things obviously i had my own journey and my own interpretations with uh, hair fall i remember one day i put um, newspaper all over all the mirrors in my house because i decided if i look ugly and i don't want to see my face and nobody in my family should be able to see that face and then after half an hour i myself realized that if i don't my mother looks so nice with kajal if she doesn't have a mirror she won't be able to put kajal and how she go to work so i mean i pulled out the newspapers myself but i had these incidents i had incidents where i was i used to run my hair on uh, my hand through my hair and a bunch of my hair used to clunch out but i remember one incident that made me really value everything that i had taken for granted till 20 including the weird thing which is just being alive and as most cancer patients have have to go through in their treatment up during my fifth cycle i had uh, uh, my blood was not replenishing itself as quickly as the doctors would have liked it to but we were trying to avoid a blood transfusion as much as possible um my hemoglobin had fallen down to 5.5 which to anyone means that i had tunnel vision i could only see one object at a time everything else was blanking out i could feel my heart throbbing in my brain and i generally had no energy to even lift my hand up and have a glass of water 
my grandmother my mother my uh, the baby who's been working in our house for 20 years they all were the ladies who were helping me with basic things like even going to the washroom so i remember i was rushed into the emergency my light was the dimmest so once you are given blood once they are not so restrictive and to give it to you again so i think i had to go through blood transfusion once more but this made me value how important life is how important just be able to see things is to hear stuff is i didn't i had taken it all for granted because i was blessed with it when i was born and i could feel i i really valued every second that i had lived um this is one of the most poignant incidents of my treatment apart from the many 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 others this is sometime when ramleela was going to be released so i had given myself a mental deadline in june uh, in july when my treatment had started that i have to be fine before ramleela because i want to go and see dipika and ranveer in the hall so i did not meet that deadline but i remember my friends coming and giving me pirated dvds to see of ramleela in my home i had also given myself a deadline that i want to be fine before my grandfather's 90th birthday so that i can go and visit him in live in raibareli unfortunately i couldn't do that too but i remember that every every day the 89 year old man used to call me and inspire me with stories of rani lakshmi bai about other great women we have had in our history and i also really would like to mention here that i think it was the blessings of my elders that helped me survive this and for 6 months mujhe kuch nahi hua and as soon as i got better nana ji decided that okay i've seen it all i've done it all i don't think i want to live any longer and that's after four months after i got well when he decided that his time has come it only because of his blessings that i could actually i think had the strength to survive it all through that time even today i get emotional about this because while my treatment has ended and it has been 6 years my experience is still a, is very much a part of my conscious and a very much a part of the thought that every activity that i do but i would want to take a step back and tell you about what my my brain made me learn what i my introspection made me understand i had great opportunities to speak to a lot of people who do yoga and meditation to understand not why did it happen to me but what is in it for me what is the learning that i should be taking away and what i understood was and which i would want to tell everybody especially all the women who are listening to this i knew, i realized that before my treatment my biggest problem was that i had stopped giving myself self respect i had stopped i had stopped appreciating myself i had stopped believing in my strengths and i could only see weaknesses i could only see the faults that the world was trying to make me see i could only see how i'm not good enough and that constant feeling of not feeling good enough was manifesting as some sort of blockage in my mind now i know that a lot of research has been done and we've come to the conclusion that thoughts that persist in your mind result in other physical harms to your body like cancer mostly cancer in fact i think my 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 lack of self respect self confidence and the 
the drive to prove my worth without actually any need to prove my worth because it's only it's it was only me who could see how good I am. That drove me to a point where I needed to take these six months and introspect and understand what do I need to change about my life. So while I was going through the treatment for chemotherapy, the larger battle was changing my mindset towards approaching towards approach to life and to the approach that I give myself, the love that I give myself. My greatest learning through this whole journey was that I am my first priority. If I do not take care of myself, if I don't take care of my health, my mental, my physical and my emotional health, I cannot earn money, I cannot take care of my family, I cannot love, I cannot eat the food I love, can't go and watch films. My health has to be my first priority, including and most importantly my mental health. It has been a tough journey. Fortunately, I made some very wise decisions of taking up um, courses where I have learned a lot more about my personal growth and my personal self. Um, for example, the Vedika Scholars program that I did. It has been a journey. I am still learning. I still have bad days. I still have days when I feel absolutely useless, absolutely incompetent. And it's in these days when I, I go and hug my mom a little tighter, I go and hug my dad a little tighter and realize that these are the people I'm living for. These are the people who are going to always unconditionally love me. This was Ragini's story. A cancer survivor. She definitely is a champion, isn't she? Thank you so much for tuning in. And we hope we keep bringing champion stories to you. See you next time. You were listening to Health Shots. Brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.